There we go. So Mem Tesselmud Bays, about 40% of the way up, 45% of the way up. First word in line is Demashi. We go back and quote a section of the Mishnah, um, put this in right angles, Ksubas Isha Beziburis. So the Mishnah back on Mem Tesselmud Bays had listed off three basic situations where one party owes another party. Um, always money is ideal if there's cash money, pay cash money. Unless there's not, then uh, real estate or land assets, which are considered is what would get collected from. Nizokin damages. The damaged party is entitled to get from the one who did the damage. The idis, the highest quality land. A balchayv, in a case of a loan that doesn't have the money to pay back, you can get from Bainanis. And Ksubas Ishu, we said, was busy Buris. So Ksubas Ishu, busy Buris. Now, there's two main times that a Ksuba is paid out. You have a couple that gets married. In the event that he divorces her, has paid a Ksuba, uh, she comes and asks for it. In the event that he dies, at a certain point, she's entitled to the Ksuba. Um, if she wants to stay and live in the household, maybe she shouldn't get it then. But those are the two main times when a woman who was married will come to ask for a Ksuba. What Marzutra Breder of Nachman is going to do, I circled Marzutra Breder of Nachman, um, Amar Marzutra Breder of Nachman, he comes to qualify the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, Ksuba Sisha Beziburis. Well, is that Ksuba Sisha in the case of a Grusha, in the case of an Almana, in the case of both of them, that gets from Ziburis, Loyamrin says Marzutra Breder of Nachman, Elamiyasmi, that's only if the husband died and she's coming to collect from the assignment of Alminei day. if she's coming to collect from him, in other words, they got divorced, that's why he's still alive, then actually Bebeninus, I dot underline Bebeninus. Ziburis is uh, the lowest quality. quality. Right. Idis is the highest, Bebeninus is in between, and Ziburis is the lowest quality. I think overall what the Gemara is going to do here, even though there seems to be a big interruption, is four times ask on this qualification. And actually the last time we're going to say, no, the truth is it applies to a case of a Yusayimim and a case of where she's going to collect from her husband because she got divorced. The questions I'll mark with a triangle. So um, the word says here, Miyasmi, then the word Mai. I put a triangle around on this word Mai. Five lines later, first line is Kamash Milan. In the middle of that line, there's a tashma. I put a triangle on that tashma. Six lines later, the first term on the line is tashma. I put a triangle around that. And the triangles indicate the beginning of a new attack on this Marzutra Bedra of Nachman. And then we have a, get a little bit sidetracked, but nearly on Nun, Amud Aleph, about the eighth line, first term on the line is tashma, about eight lines down. And I put a triangle around that. So here we go. According to Marzutra Breder of Nachman, when the Mishnah said, Ksuba Sisha gets paid to Ziburis, yeah, that's when they're coming to collect from the assignment. But if it's a case of divorce and she's coming to collect the Ksuba from the husband, she'll get Bainanis. So here's the first Miyasmi. The Gemara says, one sec, you say it's only from the assignment? That doesn't make sense. My, and this is the beginning of the question, my area Ksuba Sisha. Why would we be focusing on Ksuba Sisha? The truth is, anyone who comes to collect from Yisayimim, based on debts that their father, before he passed away, had incurred. Afilu komili nami dehatznan. Now, we don't have to go to some obscure mission. This is actually in our Mishnah also. Here's a quote, and it says across the board, one line quote, You have Yisayimim, they inherited their father's estate. Anyone who comes for any purpose to collect something that the father owed, 
what do the Yisraelim have to pay? Again, if they have cash, they should probably pay cash. If they don't want to or they don't have it, they pay land. Which land? Ziburis. In which case, we know that already from the Mishnah, that anything that comes from Yisraelim is Ziburis. In which case, who then, when the Mishnah, a few lines earlier, had said, who, who is the wife coming to collect from? Apparently, she's coming to collect from the husband. And the Mishnah said, Ziburis, that would be a question on Marzuja Brader of Nachman. The Gemara answers on behalf of him, no, la'ilamiyasmi. Really, when the Mishnah said, Boris is from Yisayim. In other words, the husband died. Don't we know that already? That anyone who comes to collect from Yisayim collects from Ziburis? We do, but Ksubasisha, there's a bit of a chiddish as to why you might not have thought that. Ksubasisha, it's strichale. You know why? Salkotaitachamina. We, we already touched upon this concept yesterday. There's a concept of the Chachamim are trying to create an equilibrium or a balance in society. We want men to get married to women, women to get married to men, and them to stay together, if at all possible. We don't want it to be too much uh, in the favor of the man, too much in the favor of the woman. So what the Rabbanan do is they know, in general, women are more into getting married than men. So we have to give a little bit more of the incentive to the women to get married, to stay married. And therefore, you might have thought, Mishum Chena, because of that concept of Chena, that the belovedness of the females should be uh, in their eyes that the males aren't total, you know, uh, um, strange creatures. And, and that's for that, because of that chain, akilu barabanan. And you know what the rabbanan would say is one of the ways to do that, that in the event that she collects, she can collect the ksuba payment even from Bainanis. That's what you might have thought. Kamash Malan mm. says the Mishnah she gets from Ziburis. Amarava. So we bring another qu- point, let's say, because it's part of the Tashma. Really, Marzush Braidrav Nachman, you want to say when the Mishnah had said, Ziburis, that's only from the Yisraelim, not from the husband in the case of divorce? What about this? Here's another quote from our Mishnah. Rabbi Meir, Oymer, Subasisha, Bebeninis. Now, if you go back to the Mishnah, you just have to turn back one amut, back to Memchasim at Beis. We had said, according to some Tana, Nizakin Idis, Balchai Ben is Ksubasisha Ziburis. Then right away, Rabbi Meir piped up and said, even Subasisha is Bebeninus. Okay, let's analyze that. So if you want to say that Rameir says Subasisha Bebeninus, Miman, who? Subasisha Bebeninus, from who's, who's paying it? Is it the Yisraelim, because the husband died? Or is it the husband, because he divorced the wife? Elema, if you want to say, I squiggle on an Elema, two lines later in the middle of the line is an Ella, I squiggle on that. Elema, if you want to say it's Miyasmi, that when the woman's getting this payment, it's from Yisraelim, in other words, her husband died, one second. Doesn't Rav Meir agree with that, which our Mishnah says a couple lines later, that anyone who ever comes to collect from Yisayimim always only gets Ziburis. Okay, so how could Rav Meir say Bainanis if it's come from Yisayimim? Everyone says that Rav Meir could have piped up in the Mishnah and argued with this point. He didn't. So we're going to assume everyone agrees that if it's from Yisayim, it's Ziburis. But yet Rav Meir said Bainanis. Who then must it be then that the woman is trying to collect the Ksuba from? Ella? We have squiggle on her in the Ella. Ella lav. Mine. It's from the husband. In other words, it was a divorce. That's what Rav Meir says. Okay. Michal the Rabbanan Savri. Apparently, then the Rabbanon hold, and I dot underline this word, Biziburis, that the collection would be done, Biziburis, from the husband. Who would that be a question on? Marzucha Braider of Nachman, who we had dot underline the word Bainanis. He said when he's coming to collect from, from Bainanis, if he's coming to collect from the husband, here we see that no, it would be Ziburis. 
Answers the Gemara again on behalf of Marzutra Pedro of Nachman? No. Lo. Kama. Lo'ilam, really, when Rabbi Meir said that the Ksubas Yishas from Benanis, you know who it's being collected from? From the Yisaymim. Ooh, shiny, there's an exception, or it's a different Ksubas Isha. Again, we had this logic brought six lines ago. Because of the China, because of that issue of that we want women to have more positive attitude towards men, so they'll be more likely to get and stay married. But, from the Baal, everyone would agree, it would be Beninus. So, but this is, we're explaining, this is Reb Meir, right? Right. That when Reb Meir says, that's if it's coming to collect from the assignment. But if it was coming to be collected from the husband, it would definitely be Beninus. So how do we resolve that mission? And Rabbi Meir said, what, which part are we bringing in now? That Rabbi Meir said, Ksuvasisha is from Bainanis. So Kulialma, that... That can be from... So we said that cannot be from Yisoyimim. It has to be Minei. It has to be from... And then we're, what, what stage are you at? Right? The, in the conclusion of the Gemara? No, we said... Elav um, Minei. Right, we said it has to be the the Reb Meir is talking about. So we come off that line later because you say really it is from the assignment. Right, why? Because ksuba is different mishum china. So what's the story? Now we're saying that he is referring to yisoyimim. Right, that when Reb Meir said ksuba sishut beinenis la olam, Reb Meir said ksuba sishut means from the assignment. But if it was from the husband, it would be. Zibors and everyone would agree with but that. Our, our kasha still stands. Why? Because there is a now, well, there is a mission that says that we always collect from Zibores from Yisoyimim. So Reb Meir is now arguing. That was our right. kasha. Right. So he can't be talking about Yisoyimim. No, you're saying no. He's talking about Yisoyimim. Because of China. Okay, so that's China is a good, good swar, but right. what happened to the Mishnah of any frame and That that Mishnah is not talking about Ksubas Isha for some reason? Yeah, or you would have thought it's not talking about Ksubas Isha because of China. So oh, e- you oh, either so. say that it's not talking about Ksubas Isha or Ksubas Isha will be told separately because there's a swar to say why there it should be Bainanis, even though at the end it's definitely going to be. Uh, uh, oh, but, oh, okay, so, oh, so even from Yisoyimim there is a Chinam. But remember, Marzutra, what Marzutra's original point is right, nothing to right, do with Yisoyimim. Oh, so Chinam applies even when when she's she's thinking uh, maybe I'll be Almana. Even if you have the general rule, anyone who comes to collect from Yisoyimim right, right. always gets Ziburis. I understand. But, okay, you would think, but the exception here is because of the Chinam. I, I feel Chinam applies, they're thinking, oh, maybe I'll get divorced. You know, so to push her, not to think like Hina's, that, like or inspire her. Okay, but here we're saying Hina, even she's thinking she might be thinking uh, maybe I'll die. Either way, we just want right, women right. to have a positive attitude because if they know they can't get the cash that was promised to them in the event that they separate, they'll be able to get or, at least or, not, or if they or if he dies. Right. Yeah. Right. At this point, now we're saying the Now, if he dies, you say him. She's going to get Ziburis, but she doesn't. In her mind, maybe he'll die, maybe she'll die, maybe she'll get divorced, she doesn't know. But all she knows is that if she has to get from him and he doesn't have the cash, she's going to get Bainanis. That's... According to Reb Mayor, she's getting, at this point, she's getting Bainanis. 
That's according to Rabbi Meir. Right. But again, the, the Marzutra's point is that we're not talking, that all, the Mishra's only Miyasaimim. From the husband, she gets Bainanis. That's what Marzutra wants, to, wants us to believe. We're going to keep questioning him. We're actually going to reject it when we get to the fourth Tashma. But at this point, we're saying that Rabbi Meir is arguing on the Mishra. Mayor is, and then here, here's the mission. No, no, no. On the on the second, any from and any say you say mem elam in his boyers. Yeah, but who's Rip Mayor saying the collection is from? It's not from husband. It's from the you say mem, right? And we're saying from you say you say mem is only from Ziboyers. And Ramirez says no, be made and you. The way we as, the way we making the mission right now is that right. it's talking about Yisoyim and he's saying it's Bainan and so and and what is the exception? Rabbi Meir would say the exception is Ksuba that a collection of Ksuba according to Rabbi Meir, but we're not going with Rabbi Meir. Marzutra was going with Rabbi Rabbanan. Right, right, right. w- it would so, be Bainanis even from Yisoyim. Even from Yisoyim, so he's. He's on the Mishnah because the Mishnah says he's not on no, no, the Mishnah. No, no, he's this in. Mishnah, it's the same Mishnah. All the things that we're quoting, the, our original Mishnah back on Mem Kesem Beis. Right, because that's in the Mishnah. So, and then he's choyle that there is an exception to the rule. The Ksuva is not like that. I'm, I'm not following you. I'm sorry. In your frame, if you say "mem elam is a Buddhist," the cloud, the oil, forever, right? For all stories, Rebbeir is coming to say that no. From you, by by Exuva, we give her by Yisoyim, we give her benemis. Right. So he. Which is what he said over here. He says, "Rebbeir af Exuva sisha the benemis." Okay, that's the third Tashma. Tashma, the Mishnah, also the same Mishnah, and it said, and <coughs> it's about a line and a half quote, put right angles. Nizakin shaman lahen beidis ubalchay bebeinenis ksubasiyish beziburis. Hopefully, look familiar because that's the first two lines of our Mishnah. The Gemara here again has to clarify. The whole Mishnah is not clear. Who's it being collected from? Even in these cases of damages, is it from? The person himself did the damages, or is it from the person who did the damages died, and now you're coming to collect from the yisayimim, or balchayv? <clears throat> is it the person himself who borrowed a hundred dollars? Now the one who's owed is coming to collect from that, or coming to the yisayimim, and also the ksubasisha. So miman, who is it from? All these different cases. Ilema miyasmi, if it's coming to be collected from the yisayimim. In other words, the one who borrowed the money, the one who did the damages, or the one who got married is dead, and it's from the assignment, then why do we just focus on hanami? Everything that gets collected ever from the assignment. Whenever someone knocks on the door of the assignment and says, your father owed us because of this, because of that, it's always going to be Ziburis. It's got to be Mine, that the person himself is still there, which in the case of Nizakin, fine, in the case of Balchav, in the case of Kubasisha, still there, meaning he must have divorced her. In which case, even in the case of divorce, it seems like the mission is indicating it would be from Ziburis, not like Marzutra Bredra of Nachman, who said it would be from Beninis. Amravacha Bar Yaakov, he says, eh, no, it wouldn't be a question on him. Why? What's the case over here in our Mishnah? The case is, in all three of those, the Nizakin, the Balchayv, and the Ksuba, is where the father became a guarantor for the son. 
So the son had damages, the father was a guarantor. The son had a debt, the father was a guarantor. And also, the son got married, the father was a guarantor. Kegoyin Shana says, where the father became an Orev, Lendiske Benoi, Lebalchoi Benoi, Uluksubas Kalosoi. And then, if indeed it has to be paid off by the father, because there was someone who passed away, we'll go over each one of those three cases, and each one keeps the din that they would have had originally. Colon. Nizokin, which I underlined, and Balchayv, which I underlined. Demechayim Gavu. When someone does damages, the one who was damaged is entitled to collect while they're both alive. And when someone owes money, the one who's owed the money is entitled to collect when they're both alive. Therefore, Ihu Nami, the father who took the responsibility as the guarantor, as the Arif, Ki Magvi, when he pays, he's going to pay out, obviously his cash, cash, but all these are cases where they don't have cash, Kemechayim Magvi. He'll pay out just like when he was alive, which means Idis for the damages, Balchayv uh, would be with Bainanis. Ksubas Isha, however, when is a Ksubas Isha paid out? Well, Ksubas Isha is La'achar Misa Gavya. Collect, now, true, it could also be in a case of divorce, but it's usually in a case of death, or when it's from Yusem, it's from in a case of death. Ula'achar Misa Miman Gavya. By definition, who collects, who is collected from the Ksuba? Who does the wife get the Ksuba from? If her husband died, can't be from the husband, it must be Miyasmi. In which case, when the Yisayimim took the guarantee, f- uh, when the father took the guarantee for the Ksuba, Ihu Nami Kimagbi, when he's going to pay out, Ke Laacharmisa Magbi. He will pay out like Acharmisa, which would mean from Ziburis. Now, I put this as a bit of a... I wasn't exactly sure how to mark this, so I put a bracket starting before the word Vitepukle, which means we're going to look at this next piece as a side piece, and it goes till really the seventh line. Last word in line on Nun Aleph is Ravina, Amar Ravina, right before Amar Ravina, close the brackets. The reason I did that, and I'm, I'm not sure of a better way to mark it, if either of you have suggestions you can tell me tomorrow, is because right after those brackets, Amar Ravina Tashma, it's, another, it's the fourth in the series of Tashmas, which is the original attack in this Marzutra Raider of Nachman. And actually, that one is the one that stands and says, no, when the Mishnah, according to the Rabbanan, it's whether it's from the Yisayimim or even from the husband because he had divorced her. But let's get to the side point because the Gemara obviously puts it in here for a reason. The Tepokle, the Gemara says, well, one second, why don't we conclude this? Da'ir of Dixuba. In general, when a person guarantees a ksuba, he's sort of doing, he's not really mishtabed himself. There's things in society where it's understood that even though, yeah, yeah, I guarantee it. No, you didn't really guarantee it. You just wanted that couple to get married. So you, you said you would, but you didn't really. And that's what the Gemara is asking now. Why don't we say here that an arev, for other things, it's a real guarantee. For a ksuba, loy mishtabed. So the Gemara answers because he took a more intense level of responsibility. He's a guarantee, not on the level of an Arif, he's on the guarantee of a level of a Kablan, which is actually where the assets change hands, and he's taking a full responsibility. Okay, and that's why it would be here that we would follow through as though he actually had the responsibility. Well, Hanicha, that's actually a Machlokas. Leman Damer, according to the opinion, says that a Kablan is... Typical case of a kaplan is typical case of a, of a loan. So uh, Al needs money, he goes to Bob to borrow. Who's going to be your guarantor? Someone's a guarantor. Well, do you say, according to opinion, it says that a person can become a kaplan even if the loiva doesn't have any assets to pay back. 
which is usually the case. Why do you need somebody to be a guarantor? Because you're just starting to work and you want your parents to guarantee the loan. Leloiva mishtabed shapir. El lemandamar, there is another mandamar that says that kablanus is more, that there has to be real assets there to cover the kablanus. He islay, if the loiva has actual properties, then the person who took the kablanus, it's a serious kablanus, it's a serious guarantee that he'll pay it back. Mishtabed. However, ilayslay, in the case where he doesn't have, meaning the loiva, the one who wants to take the loan in the typical loan case, doesn't have assets, ma'ikala meymar. Now, ma'ikala meymar, the way that Rashi learns this, let's see the Rashi inside, is about 10 lines up in the Rashi, is ma'ikala meymar, havadai leisle nechasim haben. For sure, this son, who the father's taking out Christ for, doesn't have any assets. Di havule nechasim loyhavimporimin arif. In general, if someone owes you money and that person has the money or has the assets, you collect from them. You don't go to the guarantor. You only go to the guarantor if the person who owed you the money doesn't have cash and doesn't have any assets. So by definition, he couldn't have had any assets. Answers the Gemara. Back in the Gemara. Two answers. Either an Ibai Sema here or the beginning of the next line is Ibai Sema. I squiggle underline both Ibai Semas. Ibai Sema. There's a timeline here. A lot of times people have assets and then something happens and they don't. And that's what's going on over here. Originally, like at the time that the son got married, he had land assets. And let's just call it like a typical field. And then it got flooded. Got flooded means it got ruined and he doesn't have that anymore. And that's why you'd have to go back to the father who's the guarantor. Right, if the kid still had, the one who was married, a land asset, then it'd be collected from that. But now we're going to the father. Alternatively, there's a much different relationship when you have somebody who's going to be your guarantor who's named Bob or Steve as opposed to dad. When a father takes a achrayas for the kid, that's almost like under all circumstances. The relationship between a person and their son, he'll always be mishabed himself. Period. Itmar. So now we have a, the two extremes and then the middle ground. A, B, C, and D. A, Arav Diksuba, somebody who is taking the lower level guarantee for a person's Ksuba payment. Divra Koloi Mishtabit. Everyone would agree he's not really liable for that. Number one, he's only an Arav. Number two, what's the woman paying out to the man that the man's going to have to pay or something? Nothing. And therefore, for sure, there's nothing. B, Kablan Debal Choyiv Divra Kol Mishtabit. The other way, the more intense level of taking responsibility for a balchayiv who's actually, when somebody's lending out money, like he, he's giving $100 to somebody, then for sure mishtabed. C and D, though, C and Irev, who's a low-level responsibility, but for a balchayiv, for an actual loan, or D, a kablan, high-level responsibility for a ksuba, pligi. There's the machlokas. Colon, iglaman amar. I squiggle underline this word, ika, and the last word in the line... Next line is Vika. There are those who say that even though the loiva might not have any current assets, meaning no cash, no land assets, he's still going to be mishtabed himself. This over this kablan. There's others who say if he has mishtabed, if the lova doesn't have any assets, then the arif slash kablan is not really mishtabed himself. The paskins In all four of these cases, that would be A, B, C, and D. Even though the loiva doesn't have assets, the kablan or the ayrev is going to be mishtabed himself. It's serious. With the exception of one. Bar, with the one that has the two things going against it. An ayrev, which is a low level of accepting 
liability and Ksuba, which she's not paying anything initially. Even if that person, that in this case the husband or the lova, has assets, the guarantor is not really guaranteeing himself. My taima, and this is, I know colloquially people use like a, have a little kid, hey Johnny, you want to do a mitzvah? Go help that woman cross the street. Is that really mitzvah? Like sivu? I don't know, but here the Gemara also used it. Mitzvah hudavad the way it's understood is, yeah, 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 sure, I'll cover, you know, I'll cover it. It doesn't really mean that. What's he doing? He's doing the mitzvah of getting a couple together, the Oyrev, that is, and the woman doesn't lose anything anyway. She didn't put anything on the table. That's the end of the brackets. The reason we put in the brackets will become obvious now, because Amaravina Tashma, which we had triangle this Tashma, this would be the fourth in the series of, again, they're all brought as questions. Tashma is come in here just this point, but this point which is going to basically refute Marzutra Breit Rav Nachman, who we started with, Me'ikra de Takantin, from the source of why we made this Takana in the first place. In other words, we, we had said, what's the reason why Ksubas Isha is Ziburis? Because more than a man wants to get married, Isha writes Elinase, the nature of women is that they prefer to be married more than men. If you compare the two, it would be more. Now, the miyasmi. If you want to say, like Marzuch Breder of Nachman said, that that whole ksuba being collected from Ziburis is only if it's collected from Yasaimim, then the reason has nothing to do with the fact that one wants to get married more than the other. The reason has to do with the collection from Yasaimim. And you always collect from Yasaimim from Ziburis. Hi, three word phrase, Mishum de Yasmi, who is what it should say. In which case, should we say it's Yuftah de Marzutra? Tiyuvta, it indeed refutes him. And therefore, when the Mishnah said Ksubasisha Beziburis, that is, whether it's from the Yasaimim, whether it's from the man, Ksubasisha is always Beziburis. Amr Marzutra Braid Rav Nachman, I underline his name, Nishmeid Rav Nachman, Shtarchai Vayetzal Yasaimim. Let's say you have a document. It was owed by the father. The father died. There's the Yasaimim. Afalpisha Kasub by Shvach. Shvach is written into the document is that should there not be cash to be able to collect that the one who's owed will be able to collect from Idis, from the best land assets that are there, even though that's written in, yeah, but that was a deal between their father and this guy. And therefore, and at the end of the day, he's coming to Yosemim, and those Yosemim therefore will only have to give the lowest kalani, even though the document says best. Amar Abaye, circled Abaye, and at the end of the next line is Rava, I circled Rava, who's going to have a back and forth between Abaye and Rava. Abaye supports this by saying, Teda, know this is true, that that condition that was in the contract doesn't do anything once the guy who made the deal is dead, and it's the Yasaimim who are being come through. To Balchayiv, what's a normal Balchayiv? If somebody, Al lent Bob money, when Bob pays back, he has the money. If not, he gets from the Bainanis. Yet Miyasmi, if Bob dies, the Yasemim get Biziburis. So there's another example where it would be a higher level land and the lower level gets collected. Amarle Rava. I circled Rava and Rava says back to Abai, Hachi Hasha, how can you compare those two? How can you compare a standard case of Balchayiv to a case of where the condition was written into the document that if the land's collected, it'll be idis. Balchayv, which I put a diamond around Balchayv. 
Dine Midaraisa. What's the bottom line Daraisa requirement for a Balchayv? Beziburis. I double underline Ziburis. How do we know that purely on a Daraisa level, a Balchayv can pay back even with the worst line assets that he has? Well, that's Kedula. Why? What did Ula say? Damar Ula. Davar Taranatora level. Balchayv Beziburis. Shanamar. Here's where we see it. Where do we see in the Chumash that somebody who owes can bring out really like the lowest quality uh, stuff that he has? Pasuk says, you have the one who lent the money, and then you have the one who owes the money, and the one who lent the money needs to get it back, or needs to get the item back, and it says, Bachutz ta'amoid, the malvel stand outside, Vahaish, and the one who has the item will go and give it back. Now, what does the man who owe usually get to give back if it's up to him? The worst stuff that he has. Madarkai shel ish See, when you have a lova, what's he going to bring out? Which he doesn't have the money. What's the item he can bring out? Pachai his lowest level, his, his, his least important kalim. Okay? In which case then, if a balchayv really can pay busy boors, matam amru, why did the rabbanan come along and say a balchayv bebeinanis? Well, because we don't want, if I go knock on the door and ask for a loan, the guy's going to say no, because I know that I'm going to get the worst stuff back. A kadesh leitino delis bifnei lavin. So it's not to, uh, uh, you know, so to speak, lock the doors in the face of the potential borrowers. Vigabiyasmi. However, we're talking about yisaimim over here now. And yisaimim, you know what the Rabbanan said? No, we're going to go back to the Daraisa. Ukma, Rabbanan on the Daraisa. So the same Rabbanan who said, well, actually, we better put it at a bainanis to make sure that. Society will be open to having wealthier people lend to poor people when it comes to the assignment. Go back to the Daraisa and it's Beziburis. That is Rava's understanding as to why it be Beziburis. Elahacha, I actually wrote in Idis Bitsinai and put a diamond around it. The comparison that we're making is between a regular Balchayv and a case of where there's a condition in the document that says that if land assets are to be paid, they'll be paid from the best stuff. Well, Midaraisa, what would have to be done? Best stuff, it is. That's what the document says. And therefore, Elahacha, Kevan de Dine mi de Araisa, underline Dine mi de Araisa, and double underline Beidis. When it comes to that, if they made a deal between the two of them that the Idis will be paid, then mi de Araisa's Idis, Afilumiyasvi, Nami mi Idis. Seemingly, even if it's collected from the assignment, that's what their father agreed to, that he would pay from Idis. Oh, just like the Doraisa says, pay even Idis. Okay. That's Rava. The Gemara has a few questions on Rava. Here's one here, and there'll be one about eight lines from now. Here's the first. Ula Rava, one second. What do you, Rava, do with the following Tanakh source, which was taught by Abraham the seer? Or, I mean, I don't know how to translate this name, Vahatani Avram, not even Avraham, but Avram, Chuzah. Or it could be it was from a place called Chuzah. Either way, not a very common Bryce's sayer over. What is the price that he has say? It goes for a line and a half. I box it off. Okay, that's the end of the snake source. If a collection is coming to be made from something owed, and it's from Yisayimim because their father owed it, you always get, if you can't get cash, land assets, they can always pay Ziburis. Even Nizokin, even if it's damages that the father had done. Now, we know the first line in our Mishnah. Nizokin are paid from Vaha Nizokin. Dinan Midaraisa is Be'idis. That should be the highest quality stuff, and yet we see from this price that they pay with Ziburis, they can pay with the lowest quality stuff. Answer? I guess this would be Rava answering, or the Gemara answering on behalf of Rava. 
What's the case over here? Something that we had similar situations yesterday. Not every person has the same quality land assets. The rich person has much better. You could actually have the worst stuff of the Oshir that's the same as the best stuff of the Oni. The one who was damaged, his highest quality land is Keziburis, of the Mazik. And it's like we had seen yesterday, Shir and Memches, Rabbi Yishmael, he da'amar, Rabbi Yishmael's of the opinion, mi da'araisa, and I double underline mi da'araisa, bidinizak shayminan. That what is the base Torah requirement when it talks about high quality, middle, low, it is benaziburis, the nizak's stuff. To make sure that rich people don't go around just acting irresponsible, not caring if they're going to damage people because they can pay with their worst stuff. The Rabbana came along and said society will work much better if even the rich people know they'll have to pay for their best stuff. That's in a standard case. However, when it comes to Yisaymim, they go back to the Deoraisa that it would be valued according to the assets of the nizak. The mazik keeps society running better, except in the case of Yisayimim. Really ask the Gemara. Aini, this would be the second question that is going to be asked on Rava. Is it really that when there's a Tznai Idis, you can collect Idis, even from Yisayimim? Like, obviously, if the father's still alive, you collect Idis. That was the condition you made. But from Yisayimim, Vahatan Rabbi Elezer, Nivta'a, two very... Um, not very common Brisa teacher overs. Avram Chuza and Rabbi Eliezer Nivta. But says Rabbi Eliezer Nivta, the following Brisa goes for a line and a half. Ein Nifroin Minichse Yisaimim, Ela Minha Ziburis. That starts out exactly the same way. Vafilu Hain, only one word is different. Idis. Okay, you collect from Nichse Yisaimim, from the worst stuff, even if it's the best stuff. Well, what do you mean? Is it the worst stuff or is it the best stuff? So, my, how do we understand that last qualification? Three words, right angles. Afiluhein idis. Love, should we not say that what it means is afalgav dixiv idis bishtara? It can't be that you don't collect from, only collect from Ziburis, even if it's the best stuff. What do you mean the best stuff? Even if the document with which this is being collected based on had said that it would be idis, you only collect from Ziburis. That would be, again, a question on Rava. The Gemara answers, low. That's not the way to understand the Brisa. In other words, Idis is written into the Shtar. What does it mean, though? My Idis, which we'll see a Rashi inside momentarily, Shaphoi Idis. Okay, so what do we mean over there? Says Rashi. Rashi is in the thin lines about... I don't know, 15 thin lines down, 12 thin lines down, and the middle line says, my idis, in the Dibra Masvil, I underline the Dibra Masvil, my idis de Katani Hacha, when, it's a very strange price, you only collect from Nirsi Yisayimim, from Ziburis, even if it is idis, what idis are we talking about? My idis de Katani Hacha, de Afalgav de Kasa Bishtar Halva, that's, even if the loan document had specifically written in that land assets would be the best, you do not collect from it. What's the case? Rashi Shunaz explained that term. Shapai literally means like to, to move away or to jump away. What does that mean? They jumped away after the loan took place? 
they literally jumped away. It was part of his portfolio in those kigain. Let's say he had really good quality stuff. However, some bandits came and stole it. Kigain Shinatlua was taken by Masikin. Um, tough guys, bandits. Oh, Nishtafa was great quality land. And then there was this strange flood. And now that it's, it's all underwater. Oh, Shatfa Nahar. Or a river. Uh, and it's all cases where he had this high quality, but now it's gone. Debatele Tanai. The Tanai is great as long as he has the Yiddish, but now the Yiddish isn't there anymore. Demehashta. Right, they had a condition from Midas, but that Midas isn't there anymore. So now it goes back to the Doraisa Ziburus, so as not to prevent loans from taking place in society, Amorabonan, Benunis. Vigabiyasmi, when it comes to Yasimim, though, you've seen this a few times, Ukmu Doraisa, the Rabbanan waived their requirement and allowed it to be even from Ziburus. Says the Gemara back in the Gemara, my idis shapoi idis. And now, almost parenthetically, kederava, similar to what Rava had said, that where you have a case where there was idis, but then something happened. Let's say the river flooded, you go back to the original din. Dama Rava, hizik ziburis, gaivamina idis. If the damage was done to low quality land, the mazik. Well, Gova, the Nizak, is entitled to collect Mina Idis even from the highest quality stuff of the Mazik. However, Shapoi Idis, if after the damage was done, that highest quality stuff, let's say a day or two later, before it was collected, got flooded, then Gova Mina Benunis. Gova Mina Benunis, he goes back to what the Torah would require. The Gabi Yasmi, and when it comes to Yasaimim, which is what we had five lines ago, that you only collect from the Nechazim of Yasaimim, from Ziburis, Ukmurabon Adaraisa, which is always Yasaimim, collection is from Ziburis. The Mishnah said, Ain't Nefrain Minichsi Yasaimim Elamin and Ziburis, which we know because we have this coming out of our ears from the previous daf and a half. Bo'i, I double underline the Bo'i and underline the name of Achtabui Barami. And the reason I did it, we're going to have a series. If you flip over to Amud Bey's, the last word on the third line is a boi, which I double underline, and the name is the same, Ravach Tabui Barami. So what the Gemara is doing now is quoting different parts of the Mishnah, and then we're going to have a question asked by this same Amara. So here's the first question. Boi Ravach Tabui Barami. This could be an A Odila B. And this, you probably asked yourself when you're reading it, Yusaymim. Are we talking like a, like a 7, 9, and 11-year-old? Or Yusaimim, or technically, when somebody has a father passed away, Yusaimim, you could have this like a 25 or 30 year old. So, is Yusaimim here literally like little children under bar mitzvah, or their father passed away? Is Yusaimim, Shamru, Ketanim, or Filugadailim? Colon, A, Odoma, B. A, is it a Takantahi Da'avud Rabbanan? It's something that the Rabbanan put in place specifically for the benefit of the Yusaimim, because Yusaimim are little kids and they don't have any ability to know or to deal with it, and therefore, they put this decree in place for minors, but and therefore the Yisayimim here is talking about specifically and only little children. Odilma, or maybe I squiggle it on the Odilma, B, Mishum Dilo Masaka Daite de Milva de Misle Vinafle Nixe Kami Yasmi de Havile Noel Delis. Or maybe the reason is that the Milva who is uh, lending out the money. Everyone knows that eventually everyone dies. Nobody figures that the person they're dealing with is going to drop dead in the near future. And therefore, the 
Milva, the one who lent out the money, didn't have in mind that the Lova, I don't know, might die a year or two from now, in which case, what happens to all the Lova's assets? They fall to the Yesayimim, Venafli Nixi Kamiyasmi, Tahavile Noyel Deles. That's basically the Takana of Bainanis, Hilka Hafilu Gedolim Nami. Then even Gedolim would be considered Yesayimim in that case, and you would be able to only collect from them from Ziburis. That is Ravata Bui Barami's question. Well, Tashma, the Gemara says, come in here. The following Brysa taught by the older Abaye, Ditani Abaye Kashisha, says the Brysa goes for exactly a line. Yesayimim Shamru. The assignment that we're discussing, Gedailim, Vein Sarklein Rekatanim. Are Gedailim, they could be 20 or 30 years old, and I don't even have to tell you, Vein Sarklein, if they're Katanim, if they're 7, 9, and 11 years old. And therefore, to answer our question, we're talking about Gedolim, we're talking about only Katanim. Answer, even Gedolim, it's Mefurish in the Brysa. We just see it the Brysa. Now, the Brysa wasn't so specific what the case it was talking about, and therefore the Gemara now turns around and says, well, one second. Vidilma, Hanimilin Shua. Maybe what we were talking about in the Bryce that we said, even the twenty-five and thirty-year-old are considered Yasimim, that's to be able to swear about what was exactly going on with their father's estate. Whether the kid is nine and eleven years old or twenty-five and thirty years old, they don't know what was going on. You can't make a, someone take a shvua when they don't know what the goings on were. Hanimilin Shua de Kama Bemili A Adults, when it has to do with the inner workings or the, what was going on with his father's business, it could be as, as knowledgeable as a five-year-old. Avalinian Ziburis, it could very well be, though, that when it comes to what to pay back with, lo, that wouldn't be the case. The Hilchasa, the Gemara Paskins, Yusaymim, Sha'amru, that in our minutes we're talking about Yusaymim, makes no difference. They could be seven, nine years old. They can be 20 and 25 years old. Yusaymim, Sha'amru, Gedailim? For all aspects of what we're discussing, whether it's to take a shvua on what the father had been doing or not doing, or that if they're going to uh, pay off the father's debts using land assets, it could be from the lowest quality. The Mishnah said, In general, someone, let's say, uh, I owe you money, I don't have the money. You can collect income from me. You collect from me. You collect money. I don't have any money. Okay. Let's say I have something that's of value, but I have other things like land that I sold that's much more valuable, meaning it is. You know what? You can never go to other people who purchased my land based on a, a lien that you have earlier if I still have my real assets. So, real assets. And as which means somebody else currently owns them, there might be a lien up, somebody else owns them. So ideally, you want to get money. I don't have money. If I sold all of my assets, you could go start collecting from them. But here, if there's Bnei Chayrin, if there's real assets still available, that's what you collect from. Here's the question. Okay, so we understand. Let's say I'm the one who owes you money. I don't have any money. And I don't have any assets either. Okay, because I sold one field to Al, one field to Bob, one field to Dave, one field to Carl, one field to Ed. I, I saw that. Let's say I gave as a gift. So let's say I owe you for whatever reason, and then six months later, um, I gave a gift of some land asset. Then you come back six months after that, and you say, Horowitz, pay up. I don't have to pay up. I don't have anything. Well, okay, fine. You can't go to the guy who paid something from the field. But are we saying that also, if I gave someone as a gift... He didn't pay anything. Maybe he could get it seized from him. A, is it a 
that this concept of not being able to collect, even though technically those were assets that were available to collect from at the time he took the loan, but now not, if the person received it totally as a gift, there is no loss that would be caused to people who are purchasing, and therefore low. It wouldn't apply. Why do you give someone a gift? In general, you don't just walk around giving people gifts because they did a lot for you. In which case, matana nami ilav de isle hanominef. Not from the fact that the giver of the gift had very beneficial relationships with that person. Lo yayvle matani. You wouldn't give him a gift by definition. And therefore, a hilkach keep seyde de kluchais dami. It's like seyde de kluchais. Just like if someone paid $20 or something and then gets it seized away, so too, someone who had done lots of favors to someone and got something as a gift and gets it seized away, that would be the same thing. Well, Amar Mark Shisha Braider of Chista, Laravashi, Tashma. Maybe we can conclude it from the following Brisa. This Brisa goes for seven and a half lines and starts here. Shchiv Meira. You have a person who's on his deathbed. Shamar, and he has three friends: Al, Bob, and Carl. He says, "Snuma Saimzus Leploni." Give $200. Now, by the way, if he has the money, you just give the money out. Let's say he doesn't, but he has land of different uh, values. So he says, give 200 to Al, Gimel Meos the Pony, 300 to Bob, Dalla Meos the Pony, and 400 to Carl. Ein Oimrim. We don't say that Kolokodim Bishtar Zacha, that whoever came earlier. First came Al, then came Bob, then came Carl. Whoever came earlier gets to collect everything that's theirs. And only then does the next person collect everything. And why? He didn't say Al and afterwards Bob. And after, he didn't use that word Vacharav. He just said Al 200, Bob 300, Carl 400. What difference does it make? It makes a big difference if someone comes who had money owed to him from this father. Lefikach yotzalav shtar chayiv, if a shtar chayiv, that, 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 that estate owed previously, gova mikulan. The collection is from each one of them. So let's say we had 20, 30, and 40, and somebody comes with a document that he's owed $9. And this guy has $20 a land, this guy has $30 a land, this one has $40 a land. So they have to pay equally, meaning the one who has $20 a land has to give 10%, that's two. 30 Three, forty-four. You add that up. Two, three, four. The nine dollars is paid, and each one gives a similar percentage to whatever they got. Aval, however, I squiggle on the aval. Im Amar, if this person's on his deathbed, said the same thing. He's got the same three friends, Al, Bob, and Carl. But he said, "Snuma Simes Leploni." The Acharav. I underline the word Acharav. And after that, Leploni give three hundred to Bob. The Acharav, and I underline the Acharav. And afterwards, Leploni give. Um, 400 to Carl, then Aymrim, in that case, we will say, whoever's mentioned earlier has all of the rights. Really makes no difference unless comes a knocking on the door a few days later, a guy who's owed money from the estate, you know who he collects from? Well, he starts collecting from the last one who was listed. And if you can get everything, fine. Aimloy. If that last one doesn't have enough, Gova Mishalifanov, he goes to the one before him. Ainlo, Gova Mishalifnefanov. Now, do they have, that's the end of the tank source, by the way, do they have the same quality of land, these three characters? Maybe yeah, maybe no. That means that he has to collect from the last person in the star, who maybe has lower quality land, before he can go to the earlier person in the star, who maybe has 
higher quality land. Gav, that would apply even if Dekama Bebeninus, that the one listed earlier in the star, who is much more difficult for him to collect from, is got Bebeninus land. And the Basra, the last one listed in the star, who's the one he has to deal with, has Ziburis. You know what? You got to get from the Ziburis. Mi Ziburis Gavi. Right? From the last one is the one that he has to collect from. Mi Bebeninus Logavi. But he can't get from the Bebeninus because that's that the the land that is the middle guy, Shmamina, we see from here, Ben Matana Nami, Avud Takanta. What were all these things? They were Matanas, they were gifts, they were Shkimira gifts, and therefore the Eodoma B would like, be like the B. In other words, that even a Makabo Batana has the same rights as somebody who had purchased. Uh, after all that, the Gemara turns around and says, well, maybe not. What is the case over here? Bibal Chayv. We're talking about not people who received the matana. We're talking about people who were owed it because they had paid money. In other words, they lent money to this fellow, and this is a debt that's being paid back. One second. That's not what it sounded like when we read it. Vaha tenu kamar. Tenu is lashon matana. I don't tell you, give as a gift $100 to Yerachmiel. If I borrowed $100 from you, I would say pay back my loan. I wouldn't say give as a gift. Tenu implies give as a gift. Well... True, it usually does. You know how you have to understand the tenu, the shchiv meira, tenu bechayvi. Give to them based on the debt that I owe them. Okay, so it's not really a matna shchiv meira, more like a guy who's about to die and wants to make sure his debts are paid off. Okay, well then one second. If it's not gifts that are being given and they're loans, why don't you look at the documents of each loan and see which one had been first. The one that happened first has the earliest lien and each one that happened chronologically after that would have a later lien. Vilexi Shtara de Mankadam. I don't see which one regardless of the order that he's saying pay back my debt to Al for 200, pay back my debt to Bob for 300. Why don't you just look at those original documents? Well you would however in this case the Lake Ashtara they weren't documented so we don't know which one came before the other. What do you mean they weren't documented? Vaha, but it, it said in the Bryce itself, here's a three-word quote, Kolokhoidem Bishtar, whoever has the earlier Shtar Kamar. So uh, what, what are you possibly going to say? It has to be where they have Shtar Rice, right? Well, no. We're not talking about the original loan document. We're talking about Kolokhoidem Bishtar, Bishtar Pekadeta. We're talking about the will that was written out. That's documents. So the original loans don't have. This will that was written out or this matnishlimera that was written out was a sharpakadata. And therefore, our Bryce is referring to Balchov only and not Matana. Bibaisema, alternatively, I squeal in on the Ibaisema. Afilu Matana Nami. You can even say that it's where a gift was given. Well then how can it be? Veloikasha, my when we say that you collect from the acharon, what we mean is ein nifsad el acharon. I double underline the nifsad. Is that when you say collect from the last one, that means the one who is going to lose is the acharon. You know why? Because if the other ones, let's say the middle one or the first one, had lanases collected from them based on this one, you know where they're going to go? They're going to go right to the acharon and say we won't bother you, but we had, let's say, $50 of stuff taken away from us. We're not taking it from you. So even though the collection might be from all three of them, who are the first two who had it collected from? Going to go back to them, going to go back to the third and say, you have to give us to reimburse us. Or you could just say, the whole discussion was based on the fact that these different gifts of land, one was a higher quality, one was a lower quality. 
Yeah, but Maybe they were all the same quality of land, in which case the, the whole discussion doesn't even get off the ground. Okay, let's uh, hold it here at these two dots.